I'm Jacob. I've seen Lost seven times. I'm Jack. I've never seen Lost before. Jack's about to watch all of Lost for the first time. Hello, welcome to the Lost Boys podcast with me, Jacob Stolworthy. And me, Jack Shepherds. We are on to episode two of season two because we have started season two very short, very, very quickly after finishing season one uh, because Jack just can't get enough. Um, thank you for listening as ever. And please do rate and subscribe uh, on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. And of course, we're on Twitter, aren't we, Jack? Mainly on Twitter. Ma- mainly on Twitter, yeah. Ma- mainly, very much mainly on Twitter. Also, with regards to reviews, we did find... That we we didn't realise that we were only looking at the English ones. Oh, yeah. and then went on the American ones. Turns out there's a one star review on there. Can I read it? Can I read it out? Okay, let's save it to the end. Let's go. Okay. Let's go into the episode. Okay. Go, Jacob. Cool. Oh, well, mate. Well, well, I because I love Lost. I naturally love season two, episode two, Adrift. But the, the people are here to find out what you think about this episode. So Jack, give us your verdict. My my verdict. My verdict. My verdict. It was good. Didn't learn much, did we? It's a bit of a fill in the gap. Let's get from one place to the other because we've got a 24 episode season ahead of us. It's a bit like, let's show what we showed last time, but from a different angle. Oh, I like all that though. And we do find out different things. Yeah. And you were, last podcast, you were like, oh, what do you think Locke's (laughs) up to? And I was like, I don't, you know, he just, he just went down, but now we know exactly how Locke got down. <laughs> well, you know, the whole the whole thing of the opening is, you know, when you see Locke go down, it goes, bum, 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 and then Lost comes across the screen. You're probably a bit like, hey, but we knew he went down. But I think the whole point is, you know, this huge moment of Locke has been trying to open this, this structure for a long, long time now. Um, and he's finally, uh, you know, descending it. He's finally there. And and it serves to kind of show concurrently with what's going on at the raft because you get the bit where where Sawyer whacks Michael's chest, who's you know got you know swallowed a bit of water. I mean the raft in all the stuff. And then he hits his chest, and then the light goes off back where you know Kate just got dragged down. So it's all happening at the same time, you know. Yeah, crazy. Everyone, yeah. everyone's going through their own shit. Yeah, I think I mean the most revealing stuff is the raft stuff, obviously. Well, yeah, the episode's called Adrift, and then there's the Kate stuff as well. Where Should we for, start with them? Um, for some reason, they have the logo of Lost Boys on top of everything. Weird, isn't it? Weird. Yeah. It's like, how did they know? I completely forgot that logo featured in Lost, actually. <laughs> <laughs> let's um, let's start with the um, the raft scenes. Okay. Um, yeah, so, like, uh, you, know, you were excited. When it cut to the previously on Lost and we saw the raft, the folk on the raft, you were like, oh, give us the boy. We're about to find out, and then it literally picks up where where it left off. Yeah, it does. What are you thinking? Thinking, um, congratulations to the three men for making it back alive and okay. They survive. They survive. Saw you even pulls out a, a bullet from his shoulder. Yeah, I was annoyed at Michael for a long time because obviously <laughs> you and literally everyone. <laughs> well, he's he's super annoying, and I get why because his boy's been taken. And right from his hands. Right from they his took hands. him right out of his hands. I mean, again, we didn't really learn that much about you know. It's kind of they 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 float back. There's a shark. It's a bit. There's a bit of tension. Yeah, like I think like the whole thing is Michael is like blame Sawyer 
which is a really, really rubbish stance to take. Yeah, you it's know, awful. You made me fire the flare. Well, actually, Walt was coaxing him into firing the flare. Is he, fault. is he literally blaming you? Yeah, no, he's not blaming Walt, is he? Mm. And he fired the flare himself. He is the one who fired the flare. It's not like, you know, Sawyer forced him to do it. Anyway. It takes him a while to realise, like, oh, the others were following us. Yeah. You know, it, Sawyer has to go through and explain, oh, that boat's probably a land boat, so it probably came from the land. And Walt's probably drinking cocoa. Yeah. <laughs> they found us because they were looking for us. For what? Don't you ever say his name again, ever. Now what you gonna do? Splash me. Funny little um, continuity error, should, should I say? Yeah, what? Um, Sawyer says, a French chick said they were coming for the kid. I think they came for the kid. Yes. However, Sawyer shouldn't really know that, considering the only time Rousseau said they were coming for the child, they were coming for the boy, yeah. was to Charlie and Saeed when they get Aaron back. Ah, like Sawyer, you shouldn't know that. So Sawyer, it's well, almost like you're an actor reciting lines. Almost. It's funny, isn't it? No, it's just it's just a little thing. But maybe he has telepathy with the others. Oh, here we go. Jack's crazy <laughs> prediction of the week coming uh, coming <laughs> at you earlier. <laughs> that's than not ever. a prediction. Fair enough. That's a that's a nothing. Um, yeah, Harold Perrineau, who plays Michael, who played good on Macusha and Romeo and Juliet as well. Yes, he's very good in that, by the way. Um, he um, he had swimming lessons between the first. In the second seasons to prepare for these scenes. Can you not swim? Hey, I can't swim. We've had this chat. You? Oh, I didn't know he couldn't swim. Yeah, to be fair, we haven't had that chat. I get surprised when when people can't swim. It just seems like a real natural thing. It's like... Yeah, but it's like some people who can't ride a bike. Yeah, and those people... Don't well, be careful what you say. Yeah, I know. I don't want to be mean about people who can't ride bicycles. <laughs> I mean, if you've got no legs, then fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like lock pre like lock lock. That's fine if lock can't ride a bicycle, mm. or if you can't afford a bicycle, that's okay. Yeah, but, but that doesn't you, necessarily mean you can technically, you technically can't ride a bicycle. It means that you just you physically can't because you don't have a bike. Yeah, but like people who can't ride bicycles, how many are there? I don't know, but I reckon there's the same amount of people who can't swim. Probably more people who can't swim. I is it something to do with bone density? Your bones dense? Like why can't you swim? It's because you didn't bother putting the practice in, I guess. Have you, has anyone ever chucked you in a pool and made you... Mate, I was in a pool at the weekend. Heated pool, may I add. Were you scared of drowning? No, I was in a nice rubber dinghy. I was having fun. But what if someone tipped you out of that in the deep end? I would have been fine, and I'm very tall, so the deep end isn't too deep for me. Plus, it was, it was a house, it was a pool in a back garden. It wasn't mine, wish it was. <laughs> Advertise. We won't do things like that. They, uh, uh, you know... I'm this, just I'm just surprised you can't swim. The three things never happened for me, like it didn't happen for Harold Perrineau. But now it has happened for him. I feel like I might get you that as a gift. A trip down to the seaside. Mate, I love to going go to the seaside, getting into the sea, but I don't like to swim in the sea. I like to just dip Can we around. just try? I really want to just try. Do you want to, you know, you, I'll help you, know, you. You want an excuse to see me in my, in my trucks? <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> I could do, I would do many things not to see that. We can wear wetsuits, fine. All right, fair enough. Maybe you got a deal, I don't know. Um, Michael um, doesn't really have a lot of um, words to say in this episode other than screaming the name Walt. Okay. It's funny. Oh, no, apart from the flashbacks, we'll get to the flashbacks. Does he do it, does he do it a number of times? Oh, I'm going to assume 
16. <laughs> I would say at least 16. If not Maybe 23. 15. If not 23, yeah. Nothing you can do. Look, if he can hear me, he knows that I'm alive. That I'm coming for him. That I'm going to get him back. Right now, all I got is that maybe my son can hear me. Does that make any sense to you? He, uh, him screaming walk the camp comes, came a little bit of a meme. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What, a meme back in the day? Yeah. Wow, a meme before memes. Yeah. Proper memes. Wow. There you go. Um, story's very funny, this episode, I think. Yeah. There's some funny lines, lines that were, you weren't laughing as much as I was hoping you would. <laughs> Sorry. I was trying, I was looking at your reaction, I wasn't really getting it. Um, but I was cracking up. Good, good. Yeah, as, as long as I'm enjoying myself. Um, the director Stephen Williams, who looks like a really cool dude, by the way, Google him. He um, he described filming um, in the sea as challenging um, because the waves cause everything to be a bit out of sync for each other. But he said it added to the realism of things, and I think those scenes are quite well di- directed considering it's nighttime. Are they actually in the sea? Filming yeah, them. They I thought are. they would be in a big studio no, thing. It's a, it's they're in the sea. Wow, just off the island of, of Oahu and. Um, it took three nights to film in all. Then it mm. got cold. Wait, was it just the daytime scenes in the filmed on the sea, or all of them? Do you mean? Well, all of the, the nighttime scenes, yeah. Really? it's primarily set at night, right? Yeah. It's only set day at the end. But normally they do that kind of stuff in studios. In tanks and studios, yeah. I think, no, they... No. Maybe. No, I mean, they did do some underwater scenes in studios in season one mainly the one with Kate and Sawyer, when they go swimming and then the bodies uh, come up yeah. and the, the case with the toy plane, but let's not talk about the toy plane. Um, yeah, I think they did them in the studio, but this, they did at sea. I mean, if Michael had swimming lessons, kind of makes sense. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, what do you think about, I mean, Walt kind of called it back in season one when he said, what happens if we're going to, if we meet a shark? Well, not meet a shark, they're not saying hello. I'm Michael, <laughs> Mr. Shark, how are you? <laughs> But come across the shark. And okay. they do. Yeah, they do. What have you got to say about the shark? Um, I mean, it's a bit ridiculous. Why? Because it's just, it's just put there to add a bit of some and some into the episode, isn't it? It doesn't really make much of an appearance. It gets shot and dies, so nothing really happens anyway. Mm. It's quite funny. It just reminded me of the Red Turtle. Oh, yeah. When it, it comes it, bumping up the bomb. Obviously, the Red Turtle animated film from last year. Mm. But, which is, it's a great film. I really, really love it. It's really good. My little brother and sister did not like it. My dad was crying in it. He doesn't really watch films anyway. Yeah. So for him to be crying in a film, big deal. So it's for, it's for an older generation, I'd say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's very much about kind of like loss and that kind of thing. Being lonely. It's a man who's stuck on an island. Mm. And then this big red turtle keeps stopping him from escaping by bumping up from the bottom. Like in this like, episode like with the, the shark. shark yeah. It bumps up from the bottom. So it's very... You know, it just reminded me of that, and it kind of reminded because it's just a bit odd. That I mean, I mean, the shark is just there to. I don't know. It's fine. It's completely fine. We're gonna get back to the shark. Actually, we're gonna. The conversation is gonna roll on right, and then I'm gonna bring the shark up at a moment that you least expect for a specific reason. I also have two more chances at guessing Jack Shepard's bottom's name. Oh, you never you never guessed them last yeah, week. I can't remember what my first one was. What was your second one? My second You're one. You're not going to guess it. I was going to say, what was it? Uh, Poppy. No. Charlotte. No, that's not even an out there name. Have another guess. Um, uh, it's, it's 
quite out there. Well, it's not out there. It's, it's, out just, there. it's just a bit like it's not. You won't know one of these. Roseanne. No. It's Margot. Margot. Yeah. Like Margot Robbie. Yeah. Or Margot Shepherd. Or Margot Kidder. Ooh. God rest her soul. Good one. Margot Shepherd, yeah. But like I said okay. last week, I can't be sure that is her name, but I refuse to Google it. Um, at the end of this episode, um, Michael and Sawyer, they come back, they, they're back at the island. Sawyer says, we're home, which I find quite, he's almost like, you know, it's not even resentful. It's just like, ugh, oh, relief, really. Yeah. And then they wash up on shore, and Jin, who we only hear at the beginning, he's somewhere. Jin's somehow there. Sawyer doesn't know. Jin's there, not only that, he, he's been there long enough to be tied up. Oh my God. To be bloodied. And um, he just shouts, he learns a new word. Others. others. Um, We're then, definitely going to find out what happened to Jin from a different, in another episode, <laughs> aren't we? If not the next episode. You're starting to get a hint of this, didn't you? <laughs> I, uh, do you, <laughs> I mean, okay, firstly, thinking back to season one, like, isn't it already so different? Yeah. Just like in the way like it is like people are split up and you're getting to see yeah. different characters collided together. Like the thought of Jin being on his own for quite a stint is a bit rogue. Yeah. It was all very... I know. feel like we keep seeing meeting characters and there are like... it's it's This is going to be a fill-in-the-blank season, isn't it? Of just going to keep going back. I feel like we're not going to leave this like first two days and it's just going to be a season <laughs> that is just two days. It's like when The Walking Dead did a whole season that consists of like four days... Mm. It was just a bit frustrating, actually. I didn't think that would be frustrating, but it kind of was. Um, Orange is the New Black did it as well, didn't they? Oh, yeah. I think that was when they were all... It's like one season's like four days or something, all in the same yeah. prison breakout. The most recent one, maybe. Or not the new one, but... I um, I love a film that's set over one night or one day. I love that. But this whole season set over like a week. It's just... Anyway. Maybe that lost us do that. I'm not confirming nor denying... I can't um, imagine it will do that. What do you... I mean, yeah, this episode really is kind of... Like, we're all at the same point now. The the raft guys are now a little bit ahead because it's the morning. Mm. It's still nighttime as far as we're concerned in the hatch. Because we literally just got back up to the bit where Jack sees Desmond and says, you, and then you see it kind of continue and he like shakes it off again almost. You see a little bit past it and he's almost like, hmm, whatever. Yeah. Um, is this the first episode where we see the same... Exact scenes. No, it's not quite, but do you know what I mean? Um, do we see scenes played out through different point of views? Not from different point of views, but like literally the same. It's like the same shot and stuff, isn't it? Uh, maybe it is. The way I'm thinking about it, maybe it is. I'm not sure. I feel like there might have been little bits like that before. Nothing quite as substantial as kind of seeing Jack go like, oh, it's you again. Yeah, you know, we see or that literally exact... the bit where Hurley comes and says, what are you doing? Where are you going? Mm. And then you see it cut to Charlie and Claire. Mm. But there's still like 10 seconds of the same stuff. Yeah, yeah, completely. It is, yeah. It's the ground people like, oh, yeah, we're back here. Yeah. Um, the 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 people who are walking towards Jin, Sawyer, Michael. The others. The others. Um, what did you say when that happened? So they looked like something out of The Walking Dead coming towards them. Cool. That was all I said. What's up with that? What's wrong no, with that? Just leaving that there. Um, let's talk about the hatch. Oh, that was a big ending, that. Let's talk about... I love that, that ending. or Mad Max. Yeah, they've got like weird maces and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it looks like yeah, something weird. They don't look friendly, do they? No, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> um, good ending Yeah. for you. Big cliffhanger. Yeah, that's what I mean. Lost is now throwing out the cliffhangers, boy. 
But it, it even had the same cliffhanger twice in this episode with the Jack thing. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, let's remind you of that cliffhanger, which we're not going to resolve, and then do another one. And nothing moves on. I mean, okay, let's talk about what we do learn. So we see Lot go down, and nice bit of continuity, which makes up for the lack of uh, the, the Sawyer thing. Um, Lot takes off his shoes, and in last week's episode, Jack notices some trainers. Ah, there you They're go. Johnny boys. Um... So he he's he's like going a bit more faster through the hatch, looking at things. But he actually sees a symbol, which, like you say, is the logo of our of our podcast. But in the logo is, do you remember what it is? Dharma. It's a swan. Yeah, it's a swan. I mean, I don't know what Dharma is, but you I know, know it's a thing. That's a thing. Um, it's a, uh, just it's because, because I mentioned it to Evangeline Lily. It's a, but also because like you made us do the podcast symbol as that. I was like, look, it's going to be a big thing, I promise yeah, you. Yeah, I still don't know what that means, but I know that's the name, and I... Nor should you. No. I mean, when I got Finbar to do it, he was just like... He's my younger brother who designed our thing. Um, hey, Finn. Hey, Finn. who's not listening, for sure. No, he's um, going to watch it all, he said. He messaged me and said he is. Really? Watch and listen along, yeah. Oh, what a hero. I know mum's listening. Um, so... Mama, mate. Anyway. Anyway. Um, but yeah, he mentioned Dharma. Well, he was like, what is it? And I was like, I have no idea. I think it's Dharma or some bollocks. Or oh, some bollocks. So this is the first time we see that logo, properly for the first time. I think you can glimpse them in the background during the opening Desmond last last episode. Um, but yeah, that's that's something. Um, and then we actually, right. <laughs> we actually then Desmond uh, comes across, well, Locke comes across Kate, who's kind of on the floor. And Desmond says... Are you? Are you him? Yes. Yes, I am. And then he asks him, What did one snowman say to the other snowman? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, Locke has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. Locke's just chanting. Locke's like, yes, I am the man who's been banging on the door of the hatch for all these... And Desmond's like, I'm talking about something else. Well, yeah, I feel I was getting real messiah complex thing there. Where he's... He he feels like the guy's like, are you him? And Locke feels like he's the chosen one. Mm. And so he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm the the messiah who you've (laughs) wanted. I'm the guy who's come to... I'm who you're looking for. Yeah. He's just like, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Blowing Locke's mind. So. Also, if someone said to me, what does one snowman say to the other snowman? Before loss even, I think I would have, I, I would, I'd know the answer to that. It's a joke, isn't it? Wait, what? Sorry? He says, what does one snowman say to the other snowman? Des- Desmond says that to Locke yeah. after. Yeah, and Locke's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. But I, the, the joke. Is, I don't know the joke. What's oh. It? Then I'm not going to tell what you the answer. Say to the other snowman. Yeah. Um, melt something. I don't know. I'm not going to tell you. Sunburnt penguin. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out of the podcast so then no one knows that I'm an idiot for not knowing. No, that you got to know it. You got to know. It. <laughs> it's like the sunburnt penguin with Michael when he drew it. It's anyway. Yeah. Um, then he's like, tie up Kate. She's a fugitive. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Sorry, I'm still thinking about the joke. That's all right. Okay. Yeah. No. There's. Sunburnt penguin. Kate's locked up. Yes. Okay, he's catching up, and yeah, <laughs> um, and then he's like, "You're fugitive. You were fuming with Locke at this bit, at this point." Yeah, because Locke's being right 
dickhead. Because he, he's he helping sacrificed... her out. He's giving her the he's giving her the knife so he can you know trying to trying to protect her maybe. I don't know. Okay, yeah, the knife thing that makes sense. But this strange man's also locking Kate up. Also, something that I said last episode, but we didn't say on the podcast. Yeah, was that? <laughs> oh yeah, this is like you've got Kate being. You know, this guy who's stuck in the hatch hasn't seen anyone for a very long time. I mean, you're assuming a very long time. Uh, you're assume, I'm assuming a long time. I'm assuming it, he's gone a bit crazy. Mm. It's been a while. Mm. Suddenly you have Kate, Evangeline Lily, coming down those mm-hmm. like the hatch and into your life. You, I would first be like, am I daydreaming? <laughs> this is crazy. Why is there suddenly this super attractive lady... At my door. Like, <laughs> and then Locke's just like, yeah, tie her up. <laughs> like, it's so weird. Dad's just like, who the hell are these two people? <laughs> yeah, I know. He's freaking out. Especially because he's a little bit concerned because, as he mentions, is anyone, he asks, has anyone, been, is anyone sick? Is anyone infected? Mm. And he's very adamant about that. What do you think that's all about? Well, that seems to tie into what Rousseau was saying about sickness. Sickness and people catching that. And so... Yeah, I don't... I, well, he's in quarantine as well. Well, yeah, and he's vaccinating himself, it seems, with a weird... Mm, yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, going back to what we said last week about the fallout thing, yeah. about, you know, him being in hiding and maybe some sort of bomb or something, some experiment, he's gone off on the island, and so it, everyone up there is kind of catching this illness or something. So maybe it was a test island that... Some company was testing on Dharma, whatever the fuck that is. And so everyone up there has gone a bit crazy and they've decided to take it off the maps because it was actually a government experiment. Oh. Ah. But just, just, just this. That actually, that was, that kind of hung together. Sorry, yeah. That was one that did hang together, I've got to say. It's, that's quite good. But no one's gone crazy who, who crashed on the iron, no survivors. Not that we know. No one's sick when it was crazy. No. But that would say that maybe enough time has passed for something to go over. Or maybe they're just in the wrong area because they have stuck to that one corner yeah. of the island. And every, all the others seem to be everywhere else. Yeah. I mean, Rousseau's got a bit nuts. Yeah, but she's just been on her own. Well, maybe that's because she knows something and she hasn't gone there. Unlike well, she everyone about else. The dark, the, the, the dark Territory, which is yeah. where Montan lost his arm. Remember? The dark territory could be the infected territory. Yeah, no fair. It's good. It's good theory. Um, keep them coming. I think you're thinking. Yeah, I think that that seems the most realistic thing so far. How many of your group have gotten sick? Sick. Sick, as in ill, as in dead. Is that why it says quarantine on the inside of the hatch? Answer the question. No one had. No one. No one is sick. Mm. I mean, there's obviously there's loads of crazy shit going on, like with Walt. And stuff. I still don't know what that's about. Yeah. You know, that could be why they would want... I mean, he, he does apparently have, like, superpowers or something. From what that's, we've seen. T- t- as a tie-in, um, so Walt obviously made... Well, he didn't make it, but you could, you could it could be derived that Walt kind of influenced a polar bear to be on the island because he was reading the comic book. Yeah. This comic book that had a polar bear in and it. And then the shark. And then, well... Oh, yeah. yeah well, yeah. Well... Um, funny enough, Kate, uh, at one point in this episode, she's locked in the, the storeroom with lots and lots and lots of food. And of course, Jack's first comment when he saw all the food was... Hurley. 
Hurley. What about Hurley? What? You were like, what's Hurley oh. going to do with food? <laughs> yeah. So we'll get to that. But secondly, she sees a chalky bar. And I'm so glad they write this in because this is what anyone who'd been straight on the line would do. They would tuck into that chocolate bar. Oh, yeah, um, 100%. Right? And Kate, can I just say, Evangeline Lilly, amazing acting. The role of the eyes, the, the role of pleasure in those eyes when she eats a chocolate <laughs> bar is like me eating a Yorkie more than I care to admit. But um, the chocolate bar is called Apollo Bar, which could be de- could be read as if you just said a polar bear. I don't know. Right, n- no, that's, okay. that's tenuous. Stretch, will you tell that to the lost founder, mate? Is that a thing? Yeah, of course it was a little thing, wasn't it? That's... N- Do you want to know, some, know something else? Uh, yes. The shark? Yes. If you pause it at the right time. Yep. And when you see it, you can't unsee it. Right. On the tail. Yep. Dharma logo. There's a... Okay. Just saying. That's a load of bollocks, that is. Why? I don't know. That's Well, I mean, it might not be. I, I have show no you idea. A, I can I show you a picture. I don't know what Dharma is, so... I can show you a picture if you want. It could be anything. Do you want to see a picture? No, I don't. I believe you. Okay. You don't believe me at all? No, it's probably just the reflection. Like, it's a circle. The, the symbol is a circle. Okay, guys, I'm showing him. You're being an idiot. I'm not being... I mean, it could be. I don't know. I don't know what Dharma do. Maybe they are some weird company that make robotic sharks. I'm not telling you what they or are, but all I'm brand saying is... sharks. So, what, is a robotic shark people. now, is it? I don't know. How am I... Go on, then. Let's have a look. Oh, yeah, no, that is quite precise. It's on there. It, they, 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 well, right I don't is... know what Dharma is, so how am I supposed to know if it's lead bollocks I'm or not? I'm just telling you. I'm just saying. Um, it was an Easter egg that was thrown in there. Um, and of course, uh, okay. So it doesn't actually mean anything for the show. They well, they they, they the put it in bit. as an Easter egg, as a little little fun thing. Um, and it wasn't meant to be as visible as it was. But of course, they didn't. I don't think they banked on the fandom being quite so meticulous when they came to analysing the episodes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but you know, they want to put it there for no reason. That's what I'm saying. Um, Jacob literally freeze frames everything, <laughs> analyzes it. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> do you know? I've decided that my next target. For interview is Terry O'Quinn, and okay. I just want to ask him because there was a website called the Fuselage where Terry O'Quinn and Jorge Garcia who plays Hurley, yeah, where they quite regularly used to come on and chat with fans, right, and answer questions. And he answered a few of my questions, and I want to ask him, was that really you? <laughs> <laughs> I really want to know. Were you for nerding out as a kid, just being like, oh my god? I go to school, they'd be like, and my mates would be like, what did he say? What did he say? <laughs> Anyway, um, can you, quite cool, is you see Kate shouting Jack's name when she sees him in the vent when he's walking through, when Mama Cass is playing really loud. Mm. In last week's episode, you can hear her ah, if you listen. If you listen. You? Jack, Jack. Um, yes. It's almost so, like they planned it. Two episodes, an episode in advance. But it's nice, isn't it? It's good. Are they directed by the same person? This one was directed by Stephen Williams, who I told you looks oh, really yeah. cool. Google so it's him. not Jack Bender. No, not Jack Bender. Um, the t- okay, he, he gets him to type in the numbers. Yes. Um, oh, and also he tells him he works for a, a box company. Yeah. And he calls him Boxman. And we have a there's a person who's following us whose Twitter user is Boxman. Nice. So I like that. Shout out to you, mate. Um, <laughs> um, the numbers flipped 108. He has to type in the numbers. You know, what's Hurley going to do when he, when he learns about all this? Oh, mate, Hurley's going to be freaking out. 
And it will also put two and two together like I have in that the madman got it from a signal from somewhere. Mm. And the fact that they're putting the numbers into a computer might mean that the signal's coming from that computer. Uh, uh, so maybe it's like some weird transmission that Desmond's trying to reach someone. Who's Desmond trying to reach, though? I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> that wasn't interesting at all. That was oh, a really well, uninspired I'll... answer. I don't know. I just want another good theory that you gave before. I thought you want to roll. Well, no, I had the one, I had one good theory because there's actually stuff to go on. Yeah. With Desmond, who you is have nothing contact, to go on. Yeah, there's literally nothing. Okay, let's go to the flashbacks. Like, who would have... Was that... Okay, so going back, just quickly, before we go into the flashbacks, was there any clue that it was Desmond down the hatch in the first season? Of course not. There was nothing? No. What do you mean? Well, I don't know. Was there anything hinting that there might be just... Like a person down there, or anything like that. No. So there, yeah. Okay. I was. I'm just asking because okay. I was wondering oh, if there right. was any way anyone could have guessed. I'm just trying to get comfortable. Um, no, there, there wasn't that. They knew. They always knew. They weren't making up. So they went along, all right. Um, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> imply that. You you implied face. that all on your own. I've just this is years of having to explain Damon and Carlton. You know. <laughs> um, let's go to flashbacks well you can go back and listen to Carlton explain himself on the Lost Boys podcast nice thank you very good flashbacks um, that's really good that's a good time <laughs> the flashbacks were originally meant to be Sawyer flashbacks really they scrapped it because it just wasn't coming together they'd film scenes from apparently cast people and stuff and it wasn't happening because they turned it into a Michael flashback now these flashbacks are really derided were derided by critics. Oh, really? Just, yeah. I don't mind them. I just think, I actually think they're necessary to kind of, for Michael's journey ahead this season, I guess. Um, I, I guess, don't I don't know. I don't, I don't know really what I learned. We, we didn't really learn more than, than we have already. We learned that his ex-wife, Susan, is not a very nice woman. She just wants to take water away from him. And then every, everyone around him was intent on pointing out how little he knew about his son because his son was taken away from him and he didn't have a choice. Um, you know, it's not his fault he doesn't know much about him. Yeah, the flashbacks just made me angry. Yeah, I mean, it was very I mean, heavy-handed. Like It was like, he wants to fight for his son. He wants to get his son. And, you know, on the island, his son, he's at the end, he's like, I'm going to get him back and yeah. all this. You know, I think... In theory, it must have been written very quickly, and I think they did quite a good job, regardless. It's entertaining enough. I think um, Walt gets given a bear. Yeah. There's time for you. That's time. And that kid who plays young Walt is really cute. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how old he is now, we should get him on the pod. Get young, young Walt. <laughs> how old do you reckon he is? So look, that was Ooh. 2005. He must be about, what, four? 18. Okay. He's coming out to 18. God, I feel old. 18-year-old <laughs> dude who played four-year-old Walt. Come on the pod. Come on the pod. What would we say? Oh, I don't know. Did you keep the bear? Yeah, did you keep the bear? <laughs> that was the only thing I was thinking. <laughs> or did you like uh, the, the actress Tamara Taylor who played your mum? Uh, did you like her trousers? Because you liked her trousers. Can we get her on? She'd be more interested. Could ask, could ask for her, couldn't we? Yeah. Um, one of the most unlikable characters in Last of Us. Um, one of the most unlikable characters who doesn't really, who isn't like... A murderer. Yeah. Um, and she doesn't do an accent, so she's got nothing going for her. I know. No dodgy accent. 
Um, yeah, so the flashbacks, you know, this was the second most watched episode last. Second ever. most watched ever? Yeah, the first was last week's. That was the most watched episode ever. Last week's was, yeah. Really? Yeah. So this was the peak. This is peak loss. This is peak loss. End of season one, beginning of season two, peak loss. The lowest came in season five. So it's all downhill from here. Well, no, because it, 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 it's a whole, like, admittedly, it's a whole, like, nine million less. Wow. So, But this is high. This is, like, 23 million. Nine million people gave up on this show, though. Will I be one of them? No, because I won't let you be, but at the same time, like, <laughs> screw those people, mate. That's the way I look at it. Also, they probably just were thinking that they'd buy the DVD. And the amount of people I meet who go, I gave up after this or that. They like it still, but they gave up, and they heard that the ending wasn't good and all that, because, you know, they're speaking to people who obviously don't know anything about TV. Sorry, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting angry and irate. I'll probably tell them a little bit excited. I think it's because um, Evangeline Lilly introducing quite nicely... Um, and again, I want to thank her. Not that she's going to be listening, even though I gave her the lost therapy uh, <laughs> piece of paper. Um, she was so brave to, to to recount the shit she had to endure on the set of Lost yeah. as a woman in those scenes. Um, and I was happy she felt comfortable enough to, to kind of open up to me about that. Yeah. Um, I'm actually kind of honoured. It's a really uh, nice interview, though. Thank you. I mean, I've only listened to little bits of it. Well, uh, yeah, you've not allowed to listen to it all. I was scared to listen back to it because I thought I sounded like a nervous wreck. But actually, I sound all right. You sound all right. Um, but yeah, if you haven't listened, please go back and listen and, and, and send it round um, because, I, you know, I, as far as I know, Vaggie Lilly hasn't ever done an interview for a Lost podcast before. So please do. I hope I didn't, I hope I didn't let you down. Only a little bit. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Anyway... Um, Back so, yeah. onto the episode. Episode two, the second most highest viewed episode of Lost History, but also probably not one of the best. Fair to say. I like it. I, I feel my verdict and all is that it's after the peak of episode one, it's hard to really, you know, it's hard to match that, man. But I think yeah. it does an impressive job with what it has to do. And also, like, it is a bit underwhelming when you cut to Michael bobbing around the sea after the huge climax of season one. Yeah. And then Sawyer, like, gets him on the, you know, a bit of wreckage of the raft, and it goes for a flashback, and then you cut to, like, Michael with a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit like, oh, we're back into it. But also at the same time, episode two, Michael flashback, you wouldn't expect it. And yeah. I think it's got, the episode has... M- just enough momentum to keep going. Hmm. But it hasn't left me, even though the ending was like, oh, the other's coming. I, for some reason, I'm still not like, I need to watch the next one right now. Yes, you were. Don't I, you lie. You were like, oh, cliffhangers, mate. I don't know how I, I feel that way right now. Usually the other night, if I went home, I'd watch like 10 episodes. Yeah, but I would do that. I would, yeah, but that's because I'm ju- I just want to watch the show and get through it. <sighs> Just, fin- You're all talk. just just finish it up, basically. Yeah. No, I, I'm enjoying it. It was a good episode. It's not nowhere near as good as the season premiere. Because the season premiere was really good. Yeah. So this one, you know, it was alright. It was like it was it was a middling episode. I feel like it didn't quite because Lost has reached so many peaks already. Yeah. That this one was kind of a bit of a a slight it was a bit of a let's do someone's flashbacks who aren't that consequential, 
but kind of feed into what's happening now. Yeah, I agree. And so that's like, it's fine. Mm. And it is fine. I mean, Michael's thing is his story with Walt, every time we go back and we see them not happy with each other, it's just, we know, because we know how far they've come and we pretty much know their story now Mm. and what happens. You know, even this, it was kind of, it was almost just reminding you, oh, they went to Amsterdam and left him. Oh, they did that. It was formality, yeah. He broke his leg, remember? Mm. And it's, you know, there wasn't anything like, oh, wow, that happened in their lives. Mm. Mm. There wasn't much. No, there, there really isn't anything that really propels the If anything, forward. it kind of, you know, in other episodes when they've had the the ex-husband or the other husband who, you know, Brian. runs away from yeah. the kid and stuff, like that stuff's interesting. Mm. If there was perhaps, but then that's played out now. And that, that's something I was worried about for the rest of this show. Yeah. Was that because we've had a lot of characters where we kind of know what's happened in their background. Like the most inter- the people I want to go back to, Kate, even though I haven't really enjoyed her flashbacks, mm. I feel like they've led on that. They've tried to keep it so guarded that there must be something there. Yeah. Jack as well. Which, impressive considering how many he's had. Impre- yeah. But I mean, I mean, his have all been basically in the operation theater. Um, it would be nice to see him like out and about and... I mean, especially because he had Desmond in his flashback last episode. Mm. It kind of hints that there's something way more going on here. Mm-hmm. So it'd be good to see that. Yeah. And Hurley as well. Of course. Just because of the numbers and stuff. So they would be good. Like Sawyer, I feel his time is maybe... I feel like we've seen a lot of what he had in the background. But I feel his flashbacks always have the have the capability of being really fun. Just like kind of... I think that's just because of him as yeah, a character, isn't probably. it? probably. Because he's such a good funny character yeah like I, I, I wonder what I am I'm interested in why they were, were going to do his flashbacks here yeah and perhaps why they're saving them because mm-hmm. they will inevitably happen I'm guessing well of course yeah um, yeah I feel, I feel like they just didn't happen because they just weren't trying to get rid of that time they were just like we need to move on yeah Carlton spoke about it also I did ask Carlton about um, flashbacks if they got hard to write yeah you know because for me, that would probably be the hardest part of it, just trying to eke... So, you know, but you've got to think that they obviously had the backstories these characters mapped out intricately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I do agree that some characters' flashbacks are more exciting than others. Um, and without any, giving anything away, um, I think you might be surprised with episode three. Okay. Which I think we should... Um, Go on to. I Do you want to know who I think... Oh, well, I mean, I hope it's a gin episode, but... You think you okay? Go I on. don't. I don't think it's going to be a gin episode. Okay, you, so you want it to be gin? Who I would do you think like it's going it. to be. I think it will be. It's going to be one of the people. So we've had in the hatch, we've had on the raft. So left now is like the main group in the caves. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be someone there. Said. Wow. Okay. There you go. That's 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 a that's a bold prediction. Um, where can people find us? Remind people. People can find us at Lost Boys Pod on Twitter. Please tweet along. It's yeah, it's fun. really fun. Uh, you can find Jacob on Jacob underscore Stoll. Without the E, S-T-O-L. Where can you find me? Jack J. Shepherd. Jack J. Shepherd is correct. And please read us the review. Oh, the review. Okay, you caught me off guard The there. one star so, review. So, yeah, so re- thought to I was going to ask you to sign us off. Yeah, oh, I no. thought you did, and I actually have nothing planned for that. But before you... Um, this can sign us off then. I'm just going to read it out. 
Uh, and then we shall see you next week. <coughs> By LL Cool Jake 93. I feel like this is semi bullying. Anyway, please continue. What did he say? Literally stole the exact same concept as the great the Getting Lost podcast, which is far superior in every way. Tried to give it a fair shake. Couldn't get past these hacks. Thank you. Well, I want to explain quickly. That's not the end of the podcast because I want to say that Getting Lost, we had no idea about it. Yeah, context. We actually didn't know about it. We had and then, no idea. Then you, yeah, so hello, Cool Jake, nice to see you. are probably not still with us considering you wrote this back in March. Cool as hacks. He called us hacks, which is Completely funny. Completely legit. Legit. <laughs> My girlfriend calls me a hack all <laughs> the time. Um, the Getting Lost podcast, we didn't know. And then Jack said that it's about some guy who's never watched it before. And they've um, the guy who and has guy watched who... it has watched it seven times. So we literally have copied it without realising. However, I just want to make the point. None of their names are Jacob. None of their names are Jack Shepard. Exactly. Goodbye. Jen! <laughs> 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 아들, 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 아